0: Hi, This is Addie, and I'm so glad you tuned into the Grace Church podcast. I think that because you tuned in, you will better understand your place in God's kingdom. At Grace Church, we are living out our ancient faith in modern times, and we believe that these next few minutes will draw you closer to Jesus. To find out more about Grace and what's going on, visit us at graceocala.org. Hi, this is Father Jonathan, and today we have another one of our conversations in our Prayers of the People podcast, and here today we have with us Kathy Bryant, County Commission Chair. Kathy, thanks for being with us.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me.
0: As I have mentioned to you on the phone and just a little while ago, part of this podcast for us is that we like to bring in the folks that we pray for every week by name and get to know a little bit more about them and, of course, how we can uh, be in prayer for them. So, uh... I don't know a ton about you, so I know that you've got uh, four kids and you've been in Ocala for a while. Can you tell us more about your life here in Marion County?
1: Sure. Um, First of all, let me say thank you uh, for the prayers. They are greatly appreciated. Absolutely. Um, I think being covered in prayer is something that helps all of us in our day-to-day lives and the business that we conduct, and especially when we're trying to conduct it for the county. Um, A little bit about me. I was born and raised in Marion County. I grew up in Spar, which is north of Ocala. It's small. It's small. It's very small, yes. I grew up on a couple of acres, and as I mentioned earlier, I grew up climbing barbed wire fences and trees and running around barefoot. So,
0: so you have a very different view of Marion County than a lot of the population explosion that's happened in the last, what, 15, 20 years?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you I, see this
0: place as just a, sort of a rural...
1: yes. As, Country place. As a child, we would have to drive in, you know, to town <laughs> to go grocery shopping. On Old
0: Jacksonville Road.
1: On Old Jacksonville Road. We would take 301. Mm-hmm. And um, at that point in time, I remember the only place if you wanted to go get something really special to wear when I was a child growing up was hours Right. Which I've is now where the carriage trade yep, is. yep, yep. Uh, I remember when they built the 40 East Shopping Center and the Publix was there, and they had the green stamp store next to the Publix. Okay, I
0: remember those.
1: It was always a treat when we would come in for that weekly shopping trip, because when we were done, I would get to go to McDonald's to get a Happy Meal. Nice. And then I The rem- same one across the street? Yes, okay. except it's been rebuilt. Of course. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I remember when they built the mall. I was a freshman in high school, and we got to go out. I was in the marching band. I played the trombone, and we went out and performed at the um, grand opening of the mall. Of the Paddock Mall. Of the Paddock Mall, yes. And 200 wasn't there. If you, okay. Once you got past the mall, there was not a whole lot. I mean, when you would get out to where – On top of the world is and where Oak Run, there was nothing there.
0: Empty land. I remember that.
1: And so I have seen our community grow and change a lot through the years. I feel blessed to have uh, grown up here. I am blessed to have been able to raise my children here. I have four children, and they're 20, 27, 28, and 33. And the older ones, their ages are about to shift toward the end of the year. And I have my second grandchild that is coming at any moment. We are just waiting Very right exciting. now. She should be going. We're waiting for the call that she's going to the hospital. How and, many of your
0: kids live in the area?
1: Um, all of them except one. Our son lives down in Tampa with his wife. And he had. we had our first grandchild in March. He... Um, he and his wife live down in South Tampa and and you know they're doing wonderful. He just took a new position
0: down there. But you're actively recruiting him to move back here. We would he's love. The, he's the wayward sheep then. We would he's love for him
1: who, to come back, but He's the prodigal. He yeah, come yeah he's home. the prodigal. What's his, name? No, his name is Crafton. Crafton,
0: come home, son. <laughs> yeah. We're waiting for you.
1: We we actually just want him to bring Tag home, the baby, <laughs> you know, really. He can just bring the baby home and drop the baby off. No. I'm just kidding. We love uh Crafton and Heather. They are are wonderful and they're wonderful wonderful parents. And we're very, very proud of him. He, as I said, he just took a a new position with a new company and he's doing really, really well. And then our oldest daughter, Christy, is here in town and she's married to Brendan Ehlers. And they are the ones that we are on all standing by the phone, waiting for the phone call. And then the middle daughter is Allie, and her husband's name is Brady, Allie and Brady Fritz. Allie just graduated from the University of Florida Vet School in wow. May. Awesome. And then the baby yeah. is Caitlin.
0: Caitlin. And
1: Caitlin is 20, and she works at the Zone Health and Fitness. Okay. She okay. does some personal training there. Gotcha. And she's finishing her AA degree here at CF. And then she will be flying the nest and going and experiencing a little bit of life outside of Ocala, and then I hope she'll come home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you probably have like spent a lot of time convincing her that this is the place where the rainbow ends.
1: I do. But I also uh, tried to instill in all of my children. I wanted them to go out and experience a little bit of right. the world before they settled down. And and um, they've all been able to do that. Our oldest, Krafton, uh shortly after he graduated from college, he took a job with Kodak Marketing and they would go to these big venues, and they would set up this big, huge 4,000-square-foot tent, and they would market Kodak products. And before he took the position, he called us, and he said, what do you think? Should should I take this? And now, granted, he got to go to all kinds of big events all over the country and got to go to places that I probably will never get. Okay. So obviously, we looked at him and said, yes, yeah, that's a no-brainer. The, yeah. Go while you're still young, right. and you can do that. And that's actually how he met his wife. Nice. And so, and and they're just she's lovely, and and we're very, very blessed. Our children all have um, chosen well for their spouses, except the baby. She can't get married, you know, ever. <laughs> ever, ouch! Uh, that's going to be hard. I know.
0: Uh, <laughs> Unless she has the spiritual gift of celibacy, which few have. Um, so, you love it here. What What do you love about Marion County? What do you What do you love about Ocala? What is it that has captured your and your children's imagination? It's got to be more than just the small town feel, which I I think still exists and is really fun.
1: It does very much so still exist. I think being born and raised here, I can truly appreciate what we have. We still have that small town feel, but yet we're not small. Mm -hmm. Marion County is almost 340,000 people. We're one of the medium-sized counties out of the 67 counties in the state of Florida. And, you know, if you go to Orlando or if you go to Tampa, you have to deal with all kinds of things that we don't want to deal with. Traffic being number one. Absolutely. And I think the nice thing about where we are is because of our central location, if we want to experience some of the things that you can experience in the larger um, municipalities that we don't have here you can go for the day, for right. the weekend and then you can come home and you can pretty much be across town in 20 minutes, oh, 25 minutes. Yeah. That doesn't happen in Orlando so love or you Tampa. You that
0: sort of small town feel I that, you, can love still get that. What you want to get to.
1: And I love the natural resources that we're so blessed to have here. You know, we have two of the first magnitude springs in the state of Florida, Rainbow Springs and Silver Springs. We are so fortunate to have those um in in probably the next 10 years we're going to have the largest connected trail system in the state of Florida and we have a lot of avid bikers here yeah. it's going to be amazing Ocala is going to become for uh, the people who love ecotourism it is going to become the destination we're already on the maps we have people coming for bikers Yes, yeah. yes absolutely our horse industry sure is phenomenal it's a huge economic driver for our community
0: how much of this stuff did you know before you became commissioner
1: i knew being born and raised here you know of course i knew quite a bit of it i i didn't know the depths of it but i knew what we had and i knew the jewel that we had and i've always had a love for our community i mean
0: when you talk just the way in which you're using your voice it just sounds like it's so rich like you're talking about something you truly love i mean i am I'm, I'm actually loving this it's just so fun because i'm like man i don't know if i've ever met anybody as passionate about a county like i i get it if you're passionate about your home or your kids but clearly you just love this place
1: i do it's i really love it it's amazing county. and i'm
0: thinking like when did you learn all these facts
1: i i learned a lot when i i a lot of as far as the factual information when i got on the board but i knew a lot of it growing up in it i've been blessed to live here my whole life. Mm. I grew up in the north part of the county. I was blessed to live in pretty much the same location once you know, I got married and I raised my family in the southeast part of the county. And I've been lucky, um, we lived in the southeast, we had a business in the north part of the county. And when I was young, something that a lot of people don't know about me, when I was 13 years old, I helped my grandfather run a paper out. And we would start in Silver Springs, and it would go from Silver Springs all the way out to Half Moon on 40. And then we would come back through Salt Springs and Eureka and Fort McCoy, and then we would end in Spar, where I grew up.
0: There are enough people out there to have papers?
1: There were. There were. (laughs) And it was—
0: In Salt Springs, I mean, we're talking like a handful of people right now.
1: Well, and at that point in time, you know, of course, this was before the Internet. Right. And so the newspaper was how you got your news. And we, you know, you had vending machines that you would have to change out the papers and empty the quarters out and all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, I would have to throw the papers to people's doorstep and then put them in paper boxes. But I got to see a lot. I got to travel a lot. And then growing up here, of course, I've got to go to a lot of the places in our county. I would venture to say there's not anywhere in our county that I haven't been. And... Our county is actually, believe it or not, pretty diverse. Mm-hmm. It's not all the same everywhere that you go. It it can be different in different places. And we, we're we just, we're, we're truly blessed. We have a great quality of life. We have, you know, our crime uh, rates have gone down. We don't deal, while we do deal with some of the things that the bigger cities deal with, we don't deal with it on... A daily basis like they do when something happens here that happens in a lot of other places frequently
0: or something like that yes okay
1: it's it you know it still doesn't happen as frequently as it does in other cities and i think for the most part we all feel pretty safe Mm -hmm. and i think that's important
0: when did you decide after all this love of marion county that you had to serve it I mean, that had to be – that's a shift. A lot of folks may love something but never say, I want to be a part of an either an agent of change. Right. Uh, which I'm sure you brought some of that to the table. That usually house folk get elected. And, or or um, preserving something. When did that happen? How did that shift happen to you? Were you dissatisfied or do you thought – did you think I want to add something else that hasn't been at the table yet?
1: I had always thought about it, but I had four children and they came first. Mm -hmm. And this is a very demanding um, job. We work a lot of hours while they're not conventional hours. It's nights, it's weekends, it's holidays. And so when my children were growing up, I, I didn't even give it a second thought because I knew that it would take away from my family. And when Jim Payton decided that he wasn't going to run in 2010 and It was the funniest story. I ran into Mr. Payton when I was walking out of a barbecue restaurant for lunch, and he was walking in, and I asked him, how is your campaign going? And he told me, I'm not going to run. And so I turned around and went and sat back down with him, and we had a conversation. And it was Thanksgiving weekend in 2009, and I went through the whole weekend Prayed about it, consulted with different people, and made the decision had, on the but Monday. But you been thinking
0: about it already. I had
1: thought about it through the years.
0: Okay. You know, thought about it. Because why? Because, I mean, what was the motivation? I
1: just like being involved and okay. I like okay. making things better. You're that
0: kind of mom? Yes. Yeah, you were in the classroom. <laughs> yes. You were in the brownies. Yes, you were a PTA well, president. Yes. You were all those. Yes, yes. Wow, all right. Yes. So, so this was the next extension of of who Kathy is.
1: I Yeah, I, I think so. Okay, okay. And so it was 2009. We were going into, you know, we were two years into the Great Recession. Yep. Marion County's unemployment rate was 14.3%. It was crazy. Our uh, property values were plummeting. And I knew from some decisions that I had watched prior boards make that I thought, Why aren't they doing this? Mm. One of them was when the Walmart tried to come here, the Walmart Distribution Center. And we didn't do everything that we could to secure that. Um, And I just thought we let all those jobs go. And Marion County has always been a real estate, construction, boom and bust uh, type of economy. I thought that we needed to diversify so that when this happened again, and it will happen again. That's the way cycles go. That when it did happen again, we needed to have some diversity so that we could cushion ourselves, hopefully, the next time that happens, so that we don't end up being one of the hardest-hit areas in the state. And also, we're growing. You're not going to stop people from moving here. Florida's population is projected to grow tremendously by the year 2030. We have to plan for that, and we have to be smart about it.
0: So you wanted to be a part of that uh, decision-making process as you go forward.
1: Absolutely, and my children are here. Yeah. I want to make sure that my children and their children have something as they grow up. I want my children to be able to experience with their children the same quality of life if and if not better. If I can do something to make it better, I want to make it better. But that same quality of life still keep that same small town feel, although we're growing, and that I was able to raise them in.
0: So six years in. Six years in. How, how do you How do you feel about it? I'm, has it been what you thought it would be?
1: It has been everything and more. No way. <laughs> that so yes. rarely happens. Yes. Um, it's It's been such a great experience. We are going into I'm going into my sixth budget. The first time that I went through budget uh, was not a fun thing to do as the chair, I should say. This is my second time as the chair. And six years into it, we have made some strides as a community. We've worked really, really hard on economic development, trying to make sure that you know there are well there are well paying jobs out there trying to focus on that diversification. Just two weeks ago, we had the FedEx ribbon cutting. That's huge, absolutely huge. This weekend or tomorrow on our agenda, we will consider the next big distribution center that's coming to Marion County, which it's on the agenda. Everybody knows it's the AutoZone. And those are things that, although they were talked about in the past, they didn't come to fruition
0: do you think having the fedex one sets it up for other people to say oh look they did it for this they can make it work for all of us
1: i think fedex was the seed absolutely when we signed the deal that was a public private partnership to do the commerce park out there with the city of ocala marion county and then uh, the ocala 489 llc and when we signed that agreement there were naysayers but I knew that that was what we needed to do. We needed to have a place so that the next time a site selection committee came to Marion County looking for a place to bring their company, because logistically, we're in the perfect yeah, location. Yeah, makes,
0: yeah, we're it's, yeah,
1: yeah, it's perfect.
0: We should be the ones with all this land, too. That's right. Is that Would you say the FedEx project or the starting of these projects is something that you're most proud of?
1: <laughs> I'm very, very proud of that. I've, I don't know if it's the one that I'm the most proud of. Um, I'm proud of the fact that we've made it through the Great Recession, mm-hmm. and we've been able to continue to provide services to the citizens of our county without raising taxes. Um, we've been able to streamline processes through the county and try to provide the best customer service that we can and that we've been able to take care of our citizens' needs. I'm very, very proud of FedEx, and I'm sure that there will be the day that I will drive my children by there, and I will say, look, I got to be a part of that. That's cool. I got to be a part of bringing that here. It's hard to pick and choose what I'm most proud of. Your children
0: probably could drive themselves, by the way.
1: Well, my grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My grandchildren, although I might kidnap all my children and put them in the car one day that would be hilarious. and drive them around so that they can. That would
0: make an can, excellent YouTube video. Well,
1: that way they can really know. There's an idea for you. They can really see the different things that we are involved in because that's their thing too, is a lot of people don't realize all of the things that we are involved in. Right. You know, when you get up in the morning, depending on where you live, if you live within you know the municipality or if you live somewhere where you have uh, Marion County Utilities. You get up and turn your water faucet right. on, and the water comes out. You don't think about how that got there. Yeah. there was a lot of planning that went into that.
0: Are your kids proud of you?
1: I think so. I hope have, so. Have they ever told you? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I yeah. Because if you were my mom, I would be like, man, my mom. She loves this place, and she's giving so much to it. I mean, I would be just in awe of you, frankly. Aww. Just because <laughs> I mean, because of your passion. I, I. It's it's a rare thing in my world where people take their passion, and meet it to a a place of service. It does not happen. I wish it did more, and I, frankly, try to preach sermons just like that to help people do that. But you have seemed to achieve that, and that is both rare and beautiful.
1: Well, I'm very fortunate. Um, I was just uh, sworn in as the president of the Florida Association of Counties in June of this year, and so for the next year— I get to represent Marion County as well as all 67 counties throughout the state of Florida. And I am passionate about Marion County, and I'm very passionate about what I do. And that's really funny that you say that about what you do in your sermons. One of the things that I've always told all of my children when they were growing up, find your passion, and you don't have to worry about anything else because you'll be good at it. And... I don't, m- I don't
0: tell my kids that. that. I, I did. Them, find I your passion, t- and if it doesn't pay anything, make it your hobby.
1: See, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and That's I, what I, I don't. Shoes. I tell <laughs> mine, I told mine,
1: find your passion because you know what? There's nothing worse than being a slave sure. to a job I that you it. hate right. just because of the money. And I did not want any of my children to ever fall into that trap. Mm. And, you know, and they've all so far, they're all doing really, really well. Yeah, that's
0: really cool. Well, as I told you at the the beginning uh, and when I even made the phone call for this time, our time together, what I'd love to know is uh, we pray for you every single week. How can we be in prayer for you uh, either as a person, as a mom, as a wife, as a county commissioner, anything at all? Uh, when we say you're every week, I would love for our folks and anybody who listens to this podcast, the eight or nine listeners we've got. Uh, I'd love for all of us to be able to say, yeah, uh, we're praying for Kathy and I'm going to pray for this part of her this week.
1: Okay. Um, you know, first and foremost, pray for... My family. And, you know, as I said, I have my second grandchild coming any day. So my children and and their children, um, as I shared with you earlier about a month ago, on the 20th of this month, it will be a month. I lost my brother, my youngest brother, unexpectedly. Pray for my mom. Amen.
0: I'm so sorry about that. My,
1: my mother, definitely, and her name is Peggy, so I will give your that's listeners good.
0: Good. a
1: distinct name.
0: Happy to pray for Peggy.
1: And then for my decision-making process, so that in all the decisions that I make going forward, that they are, you know, the best decisions for Marion County. Mm. And, you know, that's probably about it. That's pretty good. I hope so. Well, I
0: feel pretty confident about the last one that that's going to be okay. Uh, good. <laughs> uh, your passions uh, are going to really bless the people here. Thank you. Thanks for giving up your time and coming in. I know you had a root canal today, and so you're quite a trooper <laughs> to, uh, to do the podcast, even with a root canal. Uh, if folks want to get in contact with you, what should they do?
1: They can email me at kathy.bryant at marioncountyfl.org. Or they can call my office, 352-438-2323. They can speak to my assistant, Nadja, and she will make sure that I get a message to return a phone call. She's great. She is. She is very, very good. We're blessed to have her. Awesome,
0: awesome. Well, if you have found this podcast helpful, uh, please share it with your community. We're so appreciative of those of you who are reviewing us on iTunes. If you haven't done that yet, please do that so we can get this conversation out to as many people as possible. We'd love to hear back from you about your thoughts and feedbacks uh, on this uh, podcast, so you can email me at jonathandfrench at gmail.com, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you're first to hear our content. Kathy, again, thank you for being with us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: We're so glad you joined us on our podcast today. We hope that you'll take what you've heard and share it with your community. If you'd like to learn more about our church community, find us on Facebook, on Instagram, or online at graceocala.org. Go in peace.